Ron Duffus here. Welcome back. What a meeting to take a look at. Goodness me. Yep. I'm just going to tell you my Van Gestel story before we move on. On When I was an apprentice, um, I rode a winner for Mark's father, Mike, at Ramwick. It was 80 to 1. Mark would have had a hard, hard upbringing, um, especially with his uh, lunch money at school, because uh, Mike came to the jockey's room door and he... He shook my hand and he put something in there and squeezed it shut and it felt all right. But you know, obviously, you don't open it in front of him. I went back in the jockey's room, I opened it. It was five $1 notes. So uh, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was very excited about that. <laughs> and it's a beauty. He's a great man, Mike. Yeah, he's still, still easy what? He's a tough man. <laughs> and so I used to, Ronnie, I used to do some, um, some, some yelling inspections for Inglises and I don't know everything about horses, but tell you what, you, would, you wouldn't want to go out there to the lowlands, Ronnie, and... Um, and say oh. that horse is a bit offset or knock it. <laughs> Mike Thrill would say, seeker. what do you mean? What do you mean? There's nothing wrong with it. Anyway, he's a lovely, lovely man. And uh, yeah, wish Mark all the best. And, and Mike, his dad, is a ripper. Uh, Brad Gray, good morning to you. What a what a meeting to get stuck into. Yeah, and the racing gods are playing their part, aren't they? Oh, cracking day out there. Maybe they're a big Frankie de Tory fan. <laughs> uh, because what have we got a good Who floor? The, the sun is shining. That's right. Golden Eagle, four pillars. How many races around the... World, the benchmark 68 rated horses run around for 500k. We've got the Nature Strip, of course, and the Rose Hill Gold Cup. So can't wait to get stuck in. Good morning to you guys and good morning to all the listeners. All the markets up are up with the tab. They have been for a while. Let's welcome in the man who can tell us where the money's been going, who the punters like and don't like uh, this week. Glenn Munsey, good morning to you, Munz. Yeah, morning, Richard. Morning, Ronnie. Brad, all the listeners. And uh, as we've been confidently predicting all week, we were going to be on a good four today at Rose Hill Gardens. Let's hope every horse has its chance. And, uh, well, everybody gets a prize. Let's rip in. Ten minutes past midday is the Tab Highway today. We get going with a Class 3 at the 1,200 metres. Munns, what can you tell us about the market for race one? Yeah, well, not as wide as a typical Tab Highway, but uh, let's get through them here. Tap and Run is our first runner for Ronnie Stubbs, and it is a $19 chance. Ezekiel is $11. Vicky's won with the earmuffs pre-race and a visor on at $71. King Gutho is our favourite at $4.20. Chase My Crown at $34. Uh, <clears throat> limited Reality is out. Four cents a win and five cents a place of deduction there. Reveal the Magic at $21. Sung Blue with a cross noseband on at $4.80. Fine Weather with the blinkers off at $126. Poker Jack is a $21 pop. Sir Ravenelli with the blinkers off at $11. Little Profit is out, no deduction. Proverbial at 26 A to B at $31. Transformation with a tongue tie on at $23. Flying Sultan is out, no deduction for it. Gold card at seventeen, the dramatist at seven dollars. Salire out nine cents a win and nine cents a place. Salute again out no deduction. Super extreme out no deduction. Hearn Court at thirty one dollars. Brazen Impact at thirty four to thirty one. Sorry, Hearn Court. Brazen Impact thirty four. And King's Trust just waiting on a rider for it. And I haven't done the stats, Brad. Hopefully you have on what number it is in the highway for it is a $19 pop. Right, let's go back here and have a look at the most popular runner and remember the promotion today. If you have a bet in the first two races at Rose Hill Gardens, also Eagle Farm and Flemington, and your horse does not win, that's a fixed odds bet via your tab account on the tab app or tab.com.au on the, online. Your horse does not win, you'll be qualified for a bonus bet. Uh, they put the sword through it. It's a $25 uh, bonus bet return today. Most popular runner here in the first is King Gutho. Uh, over and has nearly three times the amount of money on Ezekiel. Sung Blue is the next pick. Then Sir Ravenelli. And the only horse with any money away from that. It's a long way away as the dramatist. How's your map looking here, Brad? Yeah, it's a little bit busy. I'm just going back to Munns' point regarding King's Trust. I have done my homework, Munns. 28th run today, King's Trust has in a highway <laughs> handicap, which is pretty amazing given he's only had 34 race starts. So... He's certainly the king of the highways, King Struss, and here he is again. But at the top end, we've got Sir Ravenelli. He'll roll forward. That drags King Gutho across with him. Uh, I think the jockeys aboard Gold Card and Poker Jack have decisions to make in the first couple hundred metres regarding how aggressive they want to be. And then you've got the likes of Sun Blue and Izzy Kill uh, just jumping in behind and, get, and getting the run of the race. 
Yeah, they're an impossible race to start with. Um, Edward Scissorhands is at his best this morning in there in the office. He's uh, shaving a few up. Uh, look, I I don't mind the dramatist or the dramatist here. Um, I think he can sit midfield, got the claim. He's strong late. Dry track suits him. I'll lean his way uh, to beat Sung Blue, who's a query, uh, off one soft trial but has talent. Uh, 11, Sir Ravenelli's a tried and true highway performer. And four, King Gutho sets up well. He was back to 900, not suitable the other day, and this looks his target race. 18, 8, 11 and 4. 8, 4, 15, 2 for me. Sung Blue on top. I've got a little query in terms of back onto a dry surface. Other than that, I think he is hard enough to beat. His form obviously ties in quite neatly to highways. Uh, he won one of them at the back end of, of last campaign, albeit, as I say, on a heavy nine. So if he handles the, the, the firmer service today, I think he's hard enough to beat. Just mapping beautifully here first up. For King Gutho, I guess he's got the advantage of a couple of runs under his belt. He wasn't suited coming back in trip last start. His first up win. Flag that he has returned better than ever. 15 transformation, a good roughie to throw into the mix. Uh, bring some handy enough benchmark form into this highway. And Izekiel, the best of the rest. Another horse that just maps to get the gun run. 8, 4, 15 and 2. Okay, Darren Flindell calls all the action at Rose Hill Gardens today. Darren will be with us after 10 o'clock for Behind the Gates as well. 8, Sung Blue to beat 4, King Gutho. 2, Ezekiel and 11, Sir Ravenelli. 8, 4, 2 and 11 for our race caller today course, Darren Flindell. Race two runs is the agency real estate handicap. Phillies and mares here, benchmark 78, 1200 metres. Yeah, we start with a couple of scratchings here. Jal Lay, <coughs> excuse me, Jal Lay out, 17 cents a win and 14 cents a place. Arbitration out, 14 cents a win and 12 cents a place. So our first runner is Stolen Jade and it's a $13 chance. Party for one is an $8 pop. So say you at $16. Divine Breath at $17. Embella is a $17 chance. Ten Bells at $6.50. Fumico at $7.50. Leave me some out. Two cents a win and nothing the place. And the Blue Jackets at the bottom. Plimstock $4.80. And Varvia the favourite at $2.80. Most popular runner here of those that are left is Varvia. Now to put it into perspective... Um, after Jal Lay was scratched, it was a $3.70 chance via Via uh, after going up $8. So if someone tells you it's $8 to $2.80, uh, just remember that arbitration was a $4.40 chance and Jal Lay was a $4 chance. So there's 46% comes out. Um, but three seventy after Jal Lay came out. So three seventy in to two eighty, two ninety into two eighty this morning. Uh, second pick here is 10 Bells. Uh, it's 7 into 6.50 this morning. And third pick is Plimstock, who's been 4.60 out to 4.80 with the other two coming in. Where does the favourite find herself here, Brad? Uh, probably just in behind the speed, I imagine. That's Varvia, uh, 52 kilos, 10 Bells, the default leader. Uh, that's the way I'm seeing the race. There isn't an obvious speed influence here. So Varvia probably settles pretty handy. Plimstock can, can jump on the back of the stalemate. Varvia thereafter. Are you left scratching your head a little bit? I know Fumiko is versatile, but yeah, we await any change of tactics this morning, Duff. Yep, and I think that'll happen. Uh, there'll be a couple ridden closes here, including 10 bells, obviously. I, I'm i with Party for one. I know that the, the race shape doesn't suit her, and she's only won one race, and she's got midweek form, but I just think she's flying without out any luck, and if she does get happen to get an ounce of it today, I think $8 is a luxury. I think uh, Fumiko can run well, uh, number nine. He, um, well, she, I should say, was good winning first up at Eagle Farm. She's obviously much better on these drier tracks where her record is much better. And then the two three-year-old fillies who, who look uh, quite likeable here. Uh, Vivia, number 12, um, the marketplace loves her, thinks she's a deserved favourite, so I'll respect that. Uh, first dry track run in a while for her. And Plimstock, look, she gets in light as well. She's a little query at 1,200, but she does drop seven kilos on her last run. 4, 9, 12, 11. I've gone the way of Plimstock here, 11, 8, 12 and 4. I thought she did enough there uh, in midweek company. First up behind Insurrection, being forced a long way back from the gate. Just half pecked on her run, maybe 50 metres from home. So... She should get a chance. She's got more upside than these. Uh, she's going to have to go to a new level today, but I do think she's given the platform to do that. Eight, ten bells, uh, the default leader. Maybe that'll see her give some cheek. I thought she was really good there last start in the context of 
Never in the past has she relished those heavy conditions. So the fact that she won uh, says that to me that she's going particularly well and she can bounce off that further. 12 Varvia, the sailmate of Plimstock, gets in light. Uh, very fit racehorse and should get map favours. And four, party for one. Can't dismiss her. Surely she won't have a hard luck story to tell today. 11, 8, 12 and 4. Okay, numbers here for Darren in our second race of the day for the Phillies and the Mares. 12 Varvia to be four party for one, 11 Plimstock and nine for Miko. 12, four, 11 and nine in race number two, working our way through Golden Eagle Day. We stay with the benchmark races here for months for race number three, the Furby Handicap. We'll have a benchmark 78 at the 1500 metres. Rightio, just riding down that jockey's challenge market there, the Topin. Uh, I can tell you Huey Bowman the favourite over Tommy Berry. Right, uh, <clears throat> race number three here, and we start with a scratching in Lock Eagle. Eight cents a win and nine cents a place of deduction there. Morris's me dad is an $18 chance. Global Osbred at $7.50. Waterford, our favourite, odds on $1.90. Rangi Toa is a $4.80 chance. Ang Pao is out. It's in, in Brisbane. Four cents a win and four cents a place. Miss Madison looking for three wins in a row at $9. Notions is an $18 chance. And our old mate, Jal Mari, is an $8 chance. <clears throat> well, this is a fresh market with the scratchings this morning. Um... No great activity on that. The most popular runner is Waterford, as you would expect, being a favourite. So let's go back and have a look at the old market here. And it was all about Waterford. Um, he was with Lock Eagle in the race and Ang Pow. He was still $2.50 into $1.95 with those two runners in the race. So with them both coming out, he did get back to $2 uh, with uh, Ang Pow out, but Lock Eagle in. And then was a dollar ninety, and he stayed a dollar ninety there, and he's just panels and panels and panels ahead of the rest. If you uh, have access to um, Sky Thoroughbred Central, you'll be able to have a look at the the racing and sports speed maps that uh, we do throw up. But how does this unfold, Brad? Looks a pretty straightforward map. There I say, Hainsey, you've got Rangi Toa roll to the front. I think Notions is quite happy to hand up. Uh, and just take that gun run in behind. She won from that position at Canterbury the last time we saw her at the races. And Rangi Toa going to the front drags Global Osbred to probably sit on its shoulder. Outside of that, you've got the four back markers, Miss Madison, Jalmari, Maurice's me dad and Waterford just allowed to find their feet out the back. Uh, yep, I think you'll win the favourite. Um, look, oh, I would have thought if we could get $2 after scratchings that uh, he's a very good bet. Um, the only thing that can beat him is track pattern if it's a mad on pace. So uh, I don't think that'll be happening. I don't think so. I hope not. Uh, but he, he, he should be able to round this lot up, I would have thought, uh, looking at his form, looking at his Silver Eagle run and his form um, back to the scene of the crime here at the, at the Rose Hill 1500. So, um, yeah, no-brainer for me. Uh, I think Rangi Tower is obviously a horse they purchased out of New Zealand, having, you know, um, thinking that he could charge through his classes. He's had his two trials and does get on pace favours here so maybe some sort of a threat global Ozbred, well can he put two together um, uh, just the big SP profile between the two of them there the two uh, Waterford and him but uh, I'm not disrespecting him at all after that run he was he, he, he was very tough and I'll throw in Morris's me dad who will jump out of the ground on a dry track today uh, for a special 5-3-2 I've gone three, four, five, seven. The little price angle uh, I was playing with Global Osbred has probably gone now, courtesy of, of a couple of scratchings and a little bit of support there. But seven dollars, seven dollars fifty, maybe there's enough in that to think that he can go to a, a new level here. I think he put the writing on the wall there first up, Global Osbred, that he has returned particularly well. He looked a million dollars in the yard, defied the fact that he was two hundred bucks, and he ran an absolute cracker despite finding thirteen hundred metres too short. He was one of the first horses to come. Under pressure, there he was surging again through the line. So he gets his chance. He has to beat a pretty good one in the way of Waterford. Uh, he'll balance up. He'll power to the line. And he, of course, is much better set up out to the 1,500 metres again. A track and trip that he's won over in the past. Five, Rangi Toa. At least he brings a bit of a different form line. We've only seen him twice in Australia. Former Kiwi. He's got a fantastic strike rate, fantastic racing style. If they don't give him the due respect out in front, he could pinch a little break. And seven, Miss Madison. She hasn't done a lot wrong. I think she's going better than ever. Uh, full maturity now. And although she has to step into Saturday company, she's got a tail in the air. Three, four, five, and seven. Okay, race three at Rose Hill today. And uh, Darren Flindell is with four Waterford to beat seven Miss Madison, three Global Osbred, and five Rangitoa.
four, seven, three and five for Darren in race number three. We continue on with the benchmarks here as we go to race four on the day. And Munns, the precise air handicap here, 1900 metres the journey at benchmark 78 level. Yeah, we start with the scratching in Athabascan. We'll see it a little bit later. And the deduction there, nine cents a winner, nine cents a place. Outlandos is at $51. Gin Martini is a $12 chance. Greek Hero is out. Four cents a win and five cents a place. Hammer on with the blinkers on today. $2.90 in favourite. Main stage, of course, running under the name of Gwenda Markwell. Sadly passed away after a very long illness last night. Of course, her best horse, uh, you'd have to say, was Grand Zulu, who won the, the BMW back in 2000, and, uh, I think it was 2002. I did write it down earlier this morning. Grand Zulu, she also trained a group, uh, she had another group, but one winner, of course, Angel of Truth, won the Derby. Uh, a few group two winners and group threes, and, well, Gwenda was Kembla Grange. Uh, basically the last 10 years and jockeys will wear black armbands today in race 9 at Rose Hill Gardens in honour of Gwenda and they'll ride in black armbands at Newcastle for race number 8 today so uh, sad news with the passing of Gwenda Markle this morning and she'll be represented here by Main Stage who is a $16 chance Ting Tong at $5.50 as good as sober gets now as earmuffs pre-race and synthetic hoof filler on both hinds and it is a $16 chance. Karma Zone is out. It's in on Tuesday. Four cents a win and four cents a place. Pink Ivory with the blinkers off at $4. Just a Jedi is a $14 chance. Pale King at $7.50. Travelling Kate is out. Three cents a win and three cents a place. And Dream Maiden is out. No deduction for it. Probably the quietest betting race of the day here. The most popular runner is actually Pink Ivory, and it's 4.20 into $4 this morning, just in front of Hammeron, who stays steady at the 2.90. Third pick would be Pale King, back on top of the ground since uh, uh, last campaign. It's 8 to 7.50 this morning, and fourth pick would be Gin Martini. I suppose Gwenda's horse here, Brad Main Stage, we know what he likes to get out and do. Yeah, I was listening to Rachel King this morning speak with you guys and she said she'd love to find a race where she, he, he can roll along out in front and get complete control. Well, I think he's found it here main stage. I don't know where the other speed influences come from. Maybe Ting Tong can come across and sit handy. Pale King won't be far away, but then by no means uh, mad leaders. And then you've got Gin Martini, probably as close as she's been this campaign, getting out to the 1900 metres third up. And Hammeron can take advantage of that low draw and just park in behind the speed here, Duff. Yep, uh, we're going to be very forgiving for these failures on wet tracks with these two favourites last start, uh, Hammer-On and Pink Ivory, but I'm comfortable to do that. Um, I'll lean Hammer-On's way. He probably gets straight on main stages back here from Barrier 1 with those blinkers back on. Not convinced he run the Derby, just, uh, the Metrop distance right out there last time and obviously had that very heavy track at Ramwick, which we're going to be forgiving for so many horses. Previous uh, form was good um, considering you know the quality time beat him and then prior to that Pink, Pink Ivory did beat him at his previous start but uh, obviously he's better off at the weights from that that performance but I'll lean his way to beat Pink Ivory who um, is back to the scene of the crime here at, Ro at Rose Hill where she was quite impressive winning second up Gin Martini is just half a run short but she's still got a winning chance just might want you know, 2,000 metres and a little bit more. Uh, but she's not out of this. And I'll throw in Ting Tong, who's going well, but um, he might be better on um, heavy tracks. But 5, 10, 3 and 7. Yeah, you've got to throw a healthy dose of forgiveness in there when you're assessing these uh, horses in the market, aren't you? Hammer-on beaten nine lengths. Jim, Mar Jim Martini, uh, not Jim Martini, um, Pink Ivory was beaten a fair way. And then you've got Pale King, who was beaten 20 lengths, and they're all hard in the market. So... Yeah, I'm being forgiving as well of Hammeron. I think he sets up really nicely to bounce back. Did have genuine excuses there in the Metrop last start, other than being deep-ended to some extent. Uh, he did start hard in the market, although he just found himself on the inside, got a long way back in a race that turned into a sprint home. So back to his own his own rightful grade today, uh, with the shades going on, good draw, good track. Uh, he can bounce back. Ten, Pink Ivory, I guess the little query is maybe a, a lack of tempo here, whether she's looking for a, a touch further than the 1,900 metres now, but... We know how deadly she can be on top of the ground, so she's taken no ill effect from that effort last start. Uh, yeah, she can she can quicken up nicely the last little bit. 12, Pale King, similar case for him. Uh, he was well fancied there in that same race as Pink Ivory last start. 
didn't get conditions to suit, couldn't pick his feet up. So he'll bounce back. And Jin Martini, I guess the case for her is that she hasn't had that heavy track gut buster like the likes of Hammer on Pink Ivory and Pale King. And there is a nice sense of timing about her 1900 metres third up. 5, 10, 12 and 3. Okay, for race four, we look at Darren Fennell's numbers uh, and he's with number five, Hammer on as well to beat 10 Pink Ivory, six main stage and 12 Pale King. So five, 10, six and 12 for Darren in the fourth race on the day. We work through this big program of racing today, getting into the features soon, but we'll stay with the benchmarks here, Munns, for race number five. This is the new Tab App Handicap. Not so new anymore, I suppose, but a, a benchmark 78 at the 1,100 metres. Yeah, and I found my notes. It was 2004, the BMW for Grand Zula, the 2019 ATC Derby for Angel of Truth. Group two wins with Angel of Truth in the 2019 Tullock Stakes. Roland Pin, a group two win in the Shannon of 2012, and group three wins to Arcademus in the 2019 Hawkesbury Cup. Roland Pin, the 2012 Newcastle Newmarter, an older Oscar Warrior. Well, they're all old now, aren't they? 2004 Bill Ritchie. They were Gwenda's um, group winners as a trainer. But the fifth here, uh, we start with Classy JB for the baker, Jeremy Sylvester, and it is a $9.50 chance. Monte Ditto at $10. Delexo is a $15 chance. Destination at $15. Authentic Jewel with the winkers on at $19. Rainbow Connection is out. Four cents a win and five cents a place. Winning Verse is a $3 chance. Capital Rain is out. Three cents a win and three cents a place. Mars Mission, our favourite, at $2.70. Then we go to Miss J Fox at $21. Nicole Beagle is an $18 chance. Blitz R at $71. And Test of Faith is $151 chance. Once again, not a savage betting race this for a Saturday in particular. Uh, best supported runner is winning verse here. And uh, stays the three dollars this morning. As much as four sixty, bet about it, and not savage deductions here. Rainbow Connection a sixteen dollar chance, and Capital Rain a sixteen dollar chance uh, uh, is the best supported runner. Roughly about oh, a quarter of the money invested on the race. But once again, it's not a uh, a strong betting race. Second pick would be Mars Mission, um, and he's been well two ninety two eighty three dollars two ninety two eighty two seventy two eighty to two seventy this morning. Third pick the toppy and classy JB as much as sixteen about it, 10 to 9.50 this morning, and they're clearly ahead of the rest. Speed here, Brad, race five. I've got winning for, winning verse uh, leading this field up, but it all depends largely on how aggressive Willie Pike wants to be on Classy JV from Barrier 1. If he's happy to hand up winning verse slides across, maybe the speed won't be as hectic as maybe you'd, you'd, you'd assume or default to, benchmark 78, 1100 metres, but she'll spear forward winning verse, that drags authentic jewel across, and Delexo is the other speed horse engaged here, though. Yep, I'm inclined to agree with that. Um, I'm a winning verse fan. I think uh, she's had five weeks of nice and fresh in a trial since a great first up run. Only has to reproduce that to be hard to beat. Her dry track form is good. And I think I said Thursday night, I think they should be a lot closer in the market than they are now. So I think they're where, uh, where they should have been at the start. And I think she can beat the other favourite Mars mission. Not a lot went right from that wide draw first up, but he has to have upside. And he does get in light with that uh, claim for uh, young Zach Lloyd. Monty Ditto, he looks good. Oh, it's $10. Nothing wrong with his consistency level. His trial was good. He hasn't had a long break. And um, he's set to run to his best here. And Alexa, just the last hundred, last little bit of this race, he's only went up to 1,000, but he's a talented horse. 7, 9, 2 and 3. Same numbers for me, just shuffled up a little bit. I've gone 7, 3, 9 and 2. I've got 7 winning verse on the top as well. Uh, it's going to take a pretty quick horse to head her here. So Rose Hill, firm track, 1,100 metres. Beautiful scenario for her to go one better than what we saw from her first up, but she just found Fox Fighter a little bit too sharp in the concluding stages. So we know she's pretty slick and she's going to take catching today with Timmy Clark doing the steering. Three, Delexo. I think he's the overs in the race, and I love what I was hearing from Kristen Buchanan this morning. She sounded very bullish about how well he is going, and... The proof has been in his trials. Uh, he's been particularly eye-catching. So as Duff did flag, uh, the fact that 1,100 metres first up 
uh, is the obvious knock, given that all five wins uh, in the past have been over a thousand metres. But there's every chance that he's going better than Abbott. Nine, Mars Mission, well placed to bounce back. Didn't have it all his own way there last start. Uh, that is down on his best form. You go back to his Mooney Valley win last campaign, uh, and he's a, a pretty handy horse. And two, Monte Ditto, I tend to agree. He's always underestimated by the market. Hugh Bowman sticks with him, and his form at the back end of last campaign is certainly good enough to give this a shake. Seven, three, nine, and two. Race uh, race five for, for Darren Flindell here, and he's with number seven winning verse to beat nine Mars Mission, two Monte Ditto, and three Delexo, seven, nine, two, and three for Darren in race five. We get into the features now. The $750,000 Rose Hill Gold Cup is the uh, is race number six here, Munns. 2,000 metres, the journey. Well, they come from all over the place. Look, keen, who, keen to see who punters want to be with here late in the piece. Yeah, and we start with Stockman here, and he's... Uh run before the Melbourne Cup on Tuesday and I tell you what, he's become very, very popular after that. Well, he was popular anyway, but uh, following that interview with Joe this morning and Ronnie uh, just letting out the cat out of the bag that he's got him right up there in his numbers for the Melbourne Cup. He was $34 early this morning. I'll check what he is now. Um, at least you know he's going to get there. Uh, we've got Stockman uh, as a $7 chance. Polly Gray's out. Six cents a win at six cents a place. Yonkers for Frankie at $13. Cucaracha with a tongue tie on at $34. Pinarello is an $18 pop. Lord Ardmore out. Three cents a win and three cents a place. Wadajant uh, with a lugging bit on at $6.50. Quality time with the earmuffs pre-race. $3 and favourite. Papalino $126. Uh, we've got Star of India with the synthetic hoof filler on the off four and the off hind. It is an $11 chance. Main stage outruns earlier, no deduction. He's a shocker at $14. Dashing Willoughby out, no deduction. Kiss the Bride, $41. Honey Creeper at $5.50. Too Much to Bear at $31. And Athabaskan, with a lugging bit on, runs here at $31. Uh, once again, not overly vigorous, the support here, but quality time. Um, $3.40 into $3 this morning. Not off any significant money, but it's still the most popular runner in the race after as much as $4.60 was bet about it on Thursday. Uh, it's the most popular runner. Second pick would be Stockman, and he's $6.50 out to $7 this morning. Uh, they're a fair way ahead of the rest of them here. Third and fourth picks uh, would be Yonkers, uh, who's 12 out to 13 this morning, and Honey Creeper who went up a 5.50 chance first thing today. Brad, it's, it's crazy to think that they'd race for $750,000 today, but a couple at the top of the market here actually have bigger carrots on Tuesday. <laughs> but this is, yeah, that's, that's the nature of the prize money situation. But, yeah, how's your map? Yeah, those runners being Stockman and, of course, Quality Time, who's in the big dance. Do they back up, dropping back to the mile? I don't know. We'll have to see what he does today. But you, Quality you, Time's going to get think, a chance you, here. You he just parks him so. behind the speed. You, you wouldn't think so listening to Chris uh, in yeah, his okay. preview because he said he was much better suited in the race today. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. We'll see what happens there. But Kiss the Bride looks the leader here. Quality time's going to jump on his back. Um, Pinarello, maybe there's the opportunity for, for, for it to go forward here. Now it's got a few runs under its belt. And I didn't really know how to map these internationals with any confidence. Bois de Jean, does it come across from the gate maybe? And Star of India, uh, the other one here, Duff. Yeah, it's a tricky, tricky race with a few unknowns here. And I must say, I, when I was doing the form and tips, I I was treating him as a scratching here quality time, <laughs> um, thinking he'd go dancing. Uh, I like the filly, or the mare, uh, Honey Creeper. I think she's come up nicely. I don't like the draw, I don't like the map, uh, but I'll leave that to Rachel because I think she's got a foot right on the till here. And just could be hard hard to hold out with that uh, big pull in the weights here. I think the dangers, um, Bois de Jean is, uh, has got really good form. And look, he wouldn't be here unless, under Marco Body's name, unless they, they were here to show off. So I think he goes in on suspicion alone and, and the quality of fields that he's been in. I'm sure he's going to put in a good, good uh, Melbourne Cup trial here, Stockman. He'll just be... Uh, grinding home here uh, when it's all over and I think it can grind home into a place and Pinarello's been set for this all the way through and is a big improver in saying that um, quality time's got a terrific hope he maps so so well uh, shooting for four straight I just uh, didn't put him in the numbers thinking he'd be scratched and the dogs are barking the dogs are barking star of India 
So keep a, uh, keep a clo- very close eye on market and yard pushes, especially for these two international horses. Mm. At this stage, five, 15, 7, 1 and 5. Well, I found a spot for him, Star of India, but I've got quality time on top. As you say, Duff chasing four straight. Uh, he's airborne at the moment. This import comes off a last start win there. In the Port Macquarie Cup, I actually thought his win prior to that was better, and it was at Rose Hill uh, over a similar trip on a good four. So if he can replicate that where he led, uh, he's going to be mighty hard to beat. He just pops in behind the speed here, I think, and if he can replicate that, I think he's too good once more. The big unknowns are the internationals, really tricky to line up. Ten star of India, he's in there, he's lightly raced, he's got upside, he's winning the D stakes. was very good and it measures right up in a race like this. Seven Bois de Jean. Uh, the thing that stands out when you assess his form is just how consistent he is. He's never been outside of the money in his starts to date and 15 Honey Creeper. It's one of the horses I really want to follow through through last meeting. Uh, probably should have won the race that was behind Hope in Your Heart. Third up, 2,000 metres, absolutely ideal. The only knock is the dry track and where she's going to get to from the gate, but she's very much ready to win. Eight, 10, 7, and 15. Okay, good race, isn't it? Uh, racing for three quarters of a million dollars. And uh, Darren Flindell is with number eight, quality time, to beat 15, Honey Creeper, seven, Bois de Jeant, and 10, Star of India, eight, 15, seven, and 10 for Darren in the Rose Hill Gold Cup. 24-hour foal cover for 24 hours a day, peace of mind. No excess on life-saving surgery claims, agreed value, fall rate guarantee, and the optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales. All with guaranteed renewal, a clause pioneered by HQ. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ, Wayne and Dino, great uh, great supporters, uh, supporters and sponsors of our show here during our carnivals. 22 minutes to nine. 22 to 8 in Queensland, wherever you're listening, we'll take a break. We'll come back with a good look at the Rose Hill Gardens quaddy, including the $10 million 4X Golden Eagle. Mum, what would you say about a bonus Woolworths Supermarket e-gift card worth up to $400 on selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley? Can you say it again? No. It's a great deal. You say it. A bonus Woolworths Supermarket. Yep. E-gift card. Yep. Worth up to $400. Yep. Can I have a rest? On selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley. It's a great deal of worth. Bingley, better living every day. I'm here with David Warner reacting to the news that some people are not signed up to KO and will just assume their cricket matches on the telly. Thoughts, David? Yeah, nah, don't assume. Well, there you have it. David Warner says, don't assume. KO Sports, watch all your team's matches. Be trackside for the biggest Cup Day party at Sydney's Royal Racing Headquarters. It's the only place to witness live racing headlined by the all-new $2 million The Big Dance. Celebrate with world-class dining, bars and hospitality amid spectacular style and fashion. See all the Cup Day action live on the big screens and wrap up with an epic performance by global sensation Rudimental. The Big Dance on Cup Day, where stories are made. Tuesday, November 1st, Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. The very best of U.S. racing seven days a week. Got runners on top of the world! He wins the Breeders' Cup Classic! Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. G'day, Sean Garlic here from Garlow's Pies. The best thing about our pies is the deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin, and a filling which is bursting with flavour. Plenty of flavours to choose from, like lean beef, curry beef, sausage rolls, we even have junior pies that you can give to the whole family. Find us in the Coles and Woolworths chilled meals section. And if you can't find us, ask for us by name. Garlow's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance, be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly, call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. Welcome back to the show. Let's uh, continue on with a look at Rose Hill Gardens for today. If you've just joined us, we're jumping into the quaddy. And race seven months is the $3 million Nature Strip Stakes. 1,300 metres the journey. Shelby 66, not there, but uh, an Everest rematch. Great field for the Nature Strip. Yes, it just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? You just, you know, if you're not ending in with prize money in New South Wales at the moment with million as the last word, uh, it doesn't seem as though it's a race, does it? 
But uh, let's have a look at this. Where's the extra? Where, where's the extra thousand come from? It's just three million and one thousand. That's probably the trophy. Oh, yeah, okay. It's like ten, the uh, the Golden 000. Eagle is the Golden Eagle is actually a ten million and twenty thousand dollar race okay. because they extended the field out from eighteen to twenty, and nineteenth and twentieth have got to get ten thousand each. So the charity finishes with a thousand. Okay, well, so, I don't. Yeah, I so hope the. Uh, Hope the owners of the trophy don't forget to pay their GST on that uh, twenty thousand or the or the thousand anyway. Yeah, well, I hope they don't go to court if there's a blow up. If they who wants the trophy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> funny old path here. Only only the lawyers win, uh, unless you're a lawyer in the horse and you get it earned twice. Right, uh, the nature strip here. This uh, Everest Sydney Stakes race. Eduardo. Now, it uh, was going to be tongue-tie on, but Joe went to the steward yesterday and he resented the tongue-tie in his work, so there's no tongue-tie on Eduardo today. And Eddie is an $8 chance. Private Eye at $6. Marzu with the synthetic hoof filler on the near four at $4.20. Mars Crusader with the winkers off at 11 Colding with the Norton bit on, the muffs come off and the lugging bit comes off. It's an $81 chance. Shelby, 66, not there. I wonder if he's going to Goulburn tomorrow or Flemington on Tuesday. Uh, no deduction for Shelby. Lost and running, $2.30 in favourite. Special K's at 34 Brutalities at 31 Rocketing buys at 31 We own a smart ones at 18 And Riadini is a 101 chance. Uh, most popular runner here is Lost and Running. He got carved up yesterday. He was 260 Yesterday morning, um, by the time about 9 o'clock rolled around, he was $2.30. Uh, he's, he's the top pick here. He hasn't got a mortgage on it by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Private Eye is breathing down his neck as the most popular runner. And uh, he's bounced between sort of $5 and $6 uh, since Wednesday after he went up $15 on Monday. Uh, they're clearly ahead of Marzu. And fourth pick would be Mars Crusader. Uh, Brad, favourite, you think? It's a nice run. Jay Pride, a little concerned with where Private Eye is. Yeah, it's a query, isn't it? I don't know what they do with Private Eye drawing out there. I don't know if there is a gap for him to slot in. Do they have to go all the way back? Listen to Joe this morning, maybe they don't want to uh, just ride him super conservative. But we'll see how that does play out. Eduardo, uh, no such queries with him. He'll stroll to the front. Uh, he'll do his thing. That probably leaves the likes of Riadini to take the drag in behind of Eduardo. Marzu won't be far away. Lost and running uh, won't be far away. And we own a smart one does have to stretch to 1,300 metres, so maybe they just ride a pair or two further back than, than typical with that gallop of it. Lost and running. Here we were thinking, Duff, that maybe the market might take him on a little bit. Uh, that's to be the case. Yeah, I was I was working that way as well. I, when 290 went up, I thought, oh, it might get a bit better than that. Uh, but no is the uh, no at this stage. So, look, I'm tipping him. I'm not as bullish as a few. You know, like He's not Nature Strip yet. Um, and to have that dominance over the, in the market against this field. So, look, although I'm tipping him, I think he's rock-bottom odds, and just in the back of their mind, well, in the back of my mind, he's still that trial. You know, he, he was entitled to go better. But the thing that won that trial uh, uh, went up $3 in a Class 1 or something on Tuesday. It might be an absolute moral, but um, anyway. It is. Yeah, I know what he said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a bit slow out of the blocks. Hang on, I'll, just get, I'll just give it a twist in. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, it won't be hard. It won't be hard to lay. I can tell you that much. Um, he's on top, lost and running for me. I think Mazu just rails up straight behind Eddie and gets his every opportunity. Thirteen hundred ideal. Mars Crusader. I would like to set a little bit more pressure for him, but I think the dry track. I think those winkers off will help him jump a little bit better. And he's right in the picture as well. And if we get a couple of uh, on-pace winners, Eddie's going to come right into play here, Eduardo, uh, because this is a whole different race shape uh, for him where he can just get across, get into that rhythm of his and just get them chasing on the point of the turn. Not cut and dry, this. Um, seven, three, four and one. I am tipping them to run to form here, which sees Lofton running on top. 7-3-1-2. and two. Hasn't he been outstanding uh, in his two runs back this time in the shorts? And then the Premier, if he builds off that further, I don't think they'll be, be beating him. Obviously, a little query there is never ideal to have a setback, uh, no matter how minor. But if he can pick up where he left off, I don't think they'll be beating him. Three, Marzu, his form ties in very neatly there to Lofton running. And he's got the advantage of the extra run under his belt. Uh, he lost absolutely no admiration there with a determined third there in the Tab Everest after getting a long way back. Uh, he maps to get the run of the race here. One, Eduardo, 12 months ago, he brained his rivals in this same race. And Joe mentioned his fantastic Rose Hill affinity. 
this morning. Uh, four wins from five starts and two private eyes. He's going to need a few little things go his way, but there's no denying uh, that he's flying. Seven, three, one and two. Rightio, looking at Darren's numbers here for the Nature Strip Stakes. 4pm this afternoon, 3 Mazu. Of course, the Sydney Sprint Series bonus uh, right there as well for Mazu. Three, uh, 7 lost and running, 1 Eduardo and 4 Masked Crusader. 3, 7, 1 and 4 for Darren in the Nature Strip Stakes. That takes us on to our main race at Rose Hill Gardens today at a quarter to 5, the 4X Golden Eagle. 10 million and $20,000, 1,500 metres. What an amazing field comes together here, Munns. What have they been doing this morning? I suppose we'll know more after 9 o'clock with light infantry. Yeah, well, uh, what they've done since well, 6 o'clock this morning, Richard, he was a $3.50 chance uh, at 6 o'clock this morning after he was as short as $3.10 uh, yesterday. Uh, he's a $3.30 chance now. Uh, he's about He's not the most popular runner this morning. Uh, he is the most popular runner overall, but not the most popular runner this morning. And he's a $3.30 chance now. But we'll start at the top with Overpass. And, of course, each and every one of these runners has a charity that they'll run for today. And the charity will receive 10% of the prize money earned by the particular runners in the race today. So Overpass is a $19 chance here. Converge at $61. In the Congo is an $11 chance. Valana keeps getting out $21. Now, I wish I win at $12. Mr. Mozart is an $18 chance. Hilal at $81. Military Expert at $71. Lightsaber, Tommy Sherry, your rider there at $151. Pinstriped with the winkers on at $34. Brigantine is out. And nothing the win and one cent the place the deduction there. Light Infantry, our favourite at $3.30. Well Wall with a lugging bit on at $23. Hinged is a $12 chance. Fangirl at $18. Chain of Lightning at $6.50. Gypsy Goddess is a $13 chance. Uh, blinkers on for her today. Uh, Lady of Honour. Blinkers on, the nose roll comes off at $61. Lavish Girl is out, no deduction. Hope in Your Heart at $34. Cardinal Gem at $34. Jimmy the Bear, Keegan Latham picks up the ride there, so he's good effort, Keegan. It's the third horse he's been on in this race. It's a $61 chance. Ryan won't be claiming three lots of percentages, though. Flying Crazy out, no deduction, or he'll try. And Kiss Some out, no deduction. Well, as I said, this is the market since Tuesday. Light infantry, as much as $6, as short as $3.10. And someone told him he was actually $2.90 at one stage. Nearly fell off the chair. I fell off the chair when he was $3.10. Um, uh, 6 into 3.30 now since Tuesday. Chain of Lightning, 11 into 6.50 since Tuesday. Uh, and, uh, well, they are the only runners in single figures. They're the, the two most popular runners. Gypsy Goddess's third pick. She was 17 into as short as 12 overnight. Back to 13 this morning. And fourth pick would be I Wish I Win, uh, who went up the $6 equal favourite when the field came out on Tuesday. It's now out to $12. Any closer to sorting this map out, Brad? Yeah, we're getting there. We've had a couple of days to chew over it now. So in the Congo finds the front. Uh, you've got Lady of Honour, who's got speed. Won't be far away. I think the scratching of Lavish Girl helps Mr Mozart to some extent. It's probably one less runner he has to cross in terms of maybe finding himself outside of In the Congo. It all comes down to how much work he's going to, have to do in the early stages. That leaves Chain of Lightning and Overpass to get absolutely beautiful runs in behind the speed. And Hinged is the horse that's open for interpretation. Uh, I think a lot of maps will have her going forward. I've actually gone the other way. I think that probably ride her on the conservative side from that wide draw and, and let her hit the line here, Duff. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um... What a race. There's so many options. So many options. Uh, and saying that I'm taking the weak way out and tipping a, a, an under-the-odds favourite um, light infantry. Uh, he's just got all the form in the world, only has to reproduce it uh, here at, at Rose Hill uh, to probably go close to winning this race. And the vibes are just so strong about the way he's arrived and the way he's settled in. So, yep, I'm with him. Uh, five, I wish I win. I like the horse. I think he'll run on strongly. 13, uh, Wee Wal, Well Wal. Um, at least he's had the nice little grounding with a couple of Sydney trials. And he's got good fo Probably hasn't got the outstanding form of light entry, but he's got um, not far behind him with um, some form lines around him. 
and wow, twenty-one dollars for Lana. We're talking he's going to run favourite a couple of a week or so ago. I'm about to press the button on that twenty-one dollars. That's too. That's just too good to dismiss. Uh, Twelve, five, thirteen, and four. I could go on and on and on, uh, <laughs> but we have, we have. But uh, 13, 12, 5, 13 and four for me. Yeah, pattern is so important, isn't it? We're going to get a look at the first seven races, and if it's noticed, advantage will be sweeping wide. All of a sudden, uh, these horses out of the market, your fangirls, your Valanas, are probably going to be spec to some extent. To some extent, but I'm going to Safeway in the terms of, of in the Congo. We know where he's going to be. I've gone three, five, fifteen, and twelve. Uh, he's a Rose Hill fourteen hundred meter winner. That's no guarantee that he's going to get the fifteen hundred meters, but that was in the Golden Rose and. I think he's had a, a good enough grounding now. He's a forgivable effort there. First up, 1,000 metres, missed the jump, didn't really get a spot, and yeah, forgive him that. And then he bounced back in the Sydney Stakes. He sat outside the lead there. He was dictated to, and he was there whacking away at the finish. So I think that gives him a, a solid grounding, 1,500 metres, third up. Tim Clark, he'll take no prisoners. Catch me if you can. And he's going to look the winner here a long way from home. Five, I wish I win. He's got that similar profile, I guess you could say, to Iron Thunderstruck. Maybe at this point he doesn't have the same level of upside, but he comes through the same race. Um, the Turak, uh, that's been a, a proven recipe. These Group 1 handicaps, Epsom, Turak, to winning this race. I know we've only had three runnings, but he's going to get his chance blending into the race at the right time. He's going to run out a very strong 1,500 metres. Fangirl been screaming out for a dry track. She just hasn't been screaming out for, for Barrier 20 or whatever it is that she's drawn now. So she's going to need a clever ride from Hugh Bowman. But if she gets it, yeah, look out late. I think she sets up really nicely here on the back of a, a lovely tick over trial since we last saw her on a wet track in the Epsom and 12 light infantry. I feel like I've missed the boat a little bit with him and I just can't chime in at the $3.30 now. But if you're on, on at bigger odds, I uh, wish you all the best. 3, 5, 15 and 12. An amazing race. Uh, Darren Flindell in the Golden Eagle. 16, Chain of Lightning to beat 12 light infantry. 13, World Wall and 15, Fangirl. 16, 12, 13, 15. On, uh, on race eight, the Golden Eagle. Let's go to race number nine this afternoon, Muns. The Four Pillars Midway, half a million dollars, benchmark 68, 1,500 metres, some connections up for a fat payday for race nine. Yes, and uh, we start with Mahagoni here, who is on the backup from last Saturday and is favourite now with 64 kilos. It's not as bad as what you think because the limit, the, well, the, uh, the bottom weighted horse has got 56. It's a $4.20 chance. Casino Mondial at $26. Adios Steve is a $7 chance. McGeehan at $31. Awesome Lad is a $10 chance. The Guru, uh, well, it was in the Little Dance, I think, on Tuesday. $51 for it. Oakfield Arrow at $14. Sabrenko is an $11 chance. Exiladis at $13. Kyobi is a scratching. 13 cents a win and 10 cents a place. Uh, I uh, sent a message to Sam Cavadar this morning. And he said uh, there's a bit of a virus around. He wasn't happy with the bloods. He's very disappointed, didn't want to risk him. And he's going to the paddock now to have a short spell to get ready for the midway championships. So that's Kyobi out today. 13 cents a win and 10 cents a place. Poseidon Ruler is an $81 chance. Danish Prince at $15. Bubba at $26. Prince Aurelius on the back up from last uh, Saturday at Kembla. At $34. Diva Bella is out. Two cents a win and four cents a place. Brazen Song at $34. Burning Need under the care of today, of course, for Gwenda as well. And Burning Need here was a $34 chance earlier. As I scroll down to it, and I can tell you that Burning Need is into $21 now. Sally Pops at $51. Stray is an $11 chance. Wealthy Investor at $41. La Mer, Willie Pike, your rider there, at $26. Scorch Land at $26. Timfinist out, no deduction. And Mediaro is out, no deduction. I think I saw it in somewhere. Mediaro as well. Uh, let's have a look here. We've got to go back. Um, well, those that are left, the most popular runner is actually Awesome Lad. Once again, not the uh, the strongest betting race of the day for a Saturday, anyway. Awesome lad ahead of Mahagoni, and then Adios Steve. Yeah, Matt Brad, race nine. Yeah, well, it promises to be a fast run race because when you look at your speed horses drawn 12, 17, 18, and 20, they won't be mucking around in the early stages. Oakfield Arrow, Wealthy Investor, Prince Aurelius, and Brazen Song. Then you throw into the mix Sally Pops, drawn much better, and Adios Steve typically isn't far away. So every horse gets their chance here, particularly those just stalking the speed duff. 
Yeah, I'll cut the dribble because we won't get the last in. They'll chop us off. Seven Oakfield Arrow, I think value runner, well-weighted. Mahagoni, that 64 doesn't look as bad. Eight, this has got a really good chance, Sabrenko. Like the way the setup with her and the stable won it last year. And nine, Exilatus. Now, he's one with a bit of upside, this horse, and respect the stable. Seven, one, eight, nine. One eight twelve three going with a class run up Mahagoni on the seven day turnaround uh, that form through Waterford obviously reads well and he's he's won two starts this campaign eight Sabranco one hundred percent agree she's the horse that I've spec'd out of the market can be a little bit hit and miss Sabranco but I think her last two runs suggest that she's right where Tracy wants her uh, and he of course won this race twelve months ago with Kiss Sum twelve Danish Prince can run a race at odds and Adios Steve is Mister Consistency one eight twelve and three can't believe either of you couldn't find a spot for Stray. Oh, the old girlfriend. <laughs> yes. What it's could, it's what got could a go stray wrong? vibe about it this for <laughs> base. I do concede that. Jay Spencer, Barrier 6. Numbers here for uh, Darren Flindell. 8, Sabrinko. 1, Mahagoni. 9, Exilatus. And 7, Oakfield Arrow. 8, 1, 9 and 7. We've got a race number 10 to finish off the day, Munns. A benchmark 78 over the 1,300 metres. Yeah, Katili here is a $7.50 chance. Spiranak at $10. Mar and Par, disappointingly, is out. Incident Randwick on Tuesday. Two cents a winner, nothing the place. French Bonnet, 26. Democracy Manifest, $3.80 and favourite. I am lethal at $4.40. Savory at $23. Arbitration at $7.50. Stromboli, $4.40. New Tycoon out, no deduction. Black Duke with the tongue tie off at $26. Notions out, two cents a winner, two cents a place. Prize Kingdom out, one cent the win, nothing the place. Verbeck out, two cents a winner, nothing the place. And trust the process is a 60 $1 chance. I am lethal, most popular runner here. A breath in front of Democracy Manifest. Double the investment of their nearest rivals, which is Spiranak and Katili. How do they settle down, Brad? French Bonnet comes across, Stromboli not far away, and Coda Healy is your other speed horse here, Duff. Yeah, they cut, it's cut about a bit, but I think it's still a good betting race. I, I like the two stable mates here. I'm tipping I am lethal. Um, very forgiving Eagle Farm last time. Gets a nice better run here. Coda Healy, he does stroll across, and uh, he should be able to carry that big weight uh, and run well. Democracy manifest just don't think he ran the 1400 right out last start so gets another chance and Stromboli's racing well I like six and one six one five and nine I'm one two five and six one Coda Healy on top the class runner here John O'Shea Jamie Carr rolls across gets his chance on speed and I like that form reference through the Silver Eagle there first up where he's beaten three lengths thought he just peaked probably 50 metres from home. So Strips Fitter comes back in grade. That's a good recipe. Two Spiranak. I think the dry deck is key to her chances. She's going to need some luck at the right time from Barry One, uh, but a few scratchings make that task a little bit easier. In this smaller field, five, Democracy Manifest. He's well placed back to 1,300 metres here. And six, I Am Lethal. Another horse that will appreciate a dry deck. One, two, five and six. Darren Flinnell's numbers, 10th and last of the day. Darren's with number six, I Am Lethal. Good thing to beat two Spiranak, one Coat Hill and five, Democracy Manifest. Six, a special from two, one and five. Duff, what's the best today? Short but sweet. Uh, race three, number four, Waterford. I'm going to have something. I, I don't like betting against the, the map, but I think party for one will run well at odds in race two as well. Good on you, Ron. We'll do it again next Saturday morning. Thank you. Thanks. Enjoy the day at the races. guys. Good on you, Ron. Duff is here. Brad, your best today. Yeah, pretty simple for me as well. Race seven, number seven, lost and running to pick up where he left off. Good man. And we will catch up during the week. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, guys. Big thanks to uh, Brad and uh, Duff this morning. Bang on nine o'clock, Muns. We better get going. But uh, yeah, punters, have a good look at this meeting. It's um, good horses left, right and centre. Yeah, and don't forget those uh, specials, races one and two today, the uh, $25 bonus bet if your horse does not win. We'll have a break, Richard, and come back with Dino and Mark looking at Derby Day at Flemington. That we will. Bang on nine o'clock, Racing HQ Saturday, Derby Day with uh, Dean Lester and Mark Hunter after this break.